Welcome back to Who the Fuck Are These Guys? How are you, Mako Shark? Matthew, Matthew, mate, I'm good. Episode 66, welcome back. It's been a big week here for the boys. How are you feeling, mate? We've had a, uh, a triumphant debut on radio and we're just uh, we're basking in the afterglow here. Mako Shark, a little bit flat. You know, I've... Um... We've gone from having the, uh, the the champagne and caviar with the cough button and the fucking three screens and the bloke doing it for you. We're back. It's like you play oh, a few games in the AFL and we're back. We're back into the VFL, Mako Shark. But I tell you, I'm excited because what a debut last week for the uh, the radio show. Uh, and just heaps of things always happening in this world, Mako Shark. There's heavyweight boxing stuff. There's fucking normal boxing. There's fucking UFC. There's always something to talk about. Keep us on our toes, Mako. So I'm going well. Not dying from a heart attack. By the way, that's not a heart attack. That's a nerve damage issue. So that's okay. You're not going to lose me just yet. Fantastic. Fantastic. Bit of left arm pain there for the listeners. <laughs> Had everyone worried during the week? Would have been great if I just dropped on air. Someone said to me, well, it'd be good for the audience. Like, you really garner a real sort of reputation, the show. One show, yeah, one day. Would have made the news. How's your week been, Mako? Yeah, it's been okay, mate. It's been okay. Just uh, working away. Great mm-hmm. debut on Radio SEN. They've got the fancy cameras. We've got all this. Oh. We've got that. We've got a lot of a lot of content, Matthew. So I've been splicing content all mm. week, uploading to YouTube, splicing creating your jocks reels. Off by the looks of it. Yeah. What's that, mate? I said you've been splicing your jocks off by the looks yeah. of it. Yeah. It's a genuine pine lime splice here this week. <laughs> I've been splicing left, right, and Can center. we call you pine lime from now on? I don't reckon you're the Mako Shark. I'm in your pine lime on this show. Yeah, I could be the pine line, mate. I am splicing my jocks off here, left, right, and centre. The social medias, mm. they're cooking, mate. They are cooking with gas. So if you're out there and you're listening, jump on. The Instagram is popping, Matthew. It's a pop-off. Absolute pop-off, mate. And look, we're finally on the TikTok, the talker. The TikTok. I'll see mm. you TikToker. And I'll see you a bit. I'm trying. I like it, Mako. And, and look, we, for anyone out there, it's Sunday mornings, 9 a.m., SEN, Australia-wide, New Zealand-wide, on the app. On the dial, them's fighting words. It's an exciting program. It's a fast-paced program, Mako Shark. It's uh, it it's one to uh, not be missed. Well, lots of uh, great interviews will be on there, like this one. And who you know? And I'm not going to fail this week because we've got the Tafa Gang, one member of Tafa Gangs in the building here. Who the fuck are these guys? Just keep cranking them out. Yeah, Junior Tafa, the newest mm. signee to the UFC, about to make his debut in about two and a bit weeks. UFC Perth. Yes. He's a bad, 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 bad man, Matthew, this bloke. He is looking to throw hands and I reckon uh, separate his opponent from consciousness in Perth. That's well, my tip. He, he did sound like he was not wanting to sort of muck around. He was like, yeah, no, I'm pretty happy. Some guys say they like the, the minutes and uh, I don't care about them. I want to knock him out. Nah. I went, well, the that's probably just... pretty smart. I don't really. fuck around, mate. Yeah, pretty smart. Why would you? Pretty smart. Why would you fuck around, around Mako Shark? Not no, no, no need. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Hey, the big spiv's on in a couple of weeks, too. We'll get on to that next week. I'm excited for the big spiv. Big spiv, yeah. Talking about heavyweights. Is it Derek? Derek and Spiver? Yeah. Yeah. This could be it for Derek. We'll get into that. But as you're talking about heavyweights, I don't like to fuck around. You've got a couple there and the big spiv and fucking Derek. Mako, who are our sponsor for this show? Give them a plug. As always, mate. Palmer Bet, Australia's greatest gambling agency if you're going to gamble matthew do so responsibly with palmer bet please they are as yes. always trusty sidekicks of the pod we love them and uh yeah they bring it to you every single week mate but uh fuck if you're out there 
and you haven't listened to last week's radio show, Sunday morning. We had Jimmy Crude mm. in the studio. That was a fantastic fantastic chat with oh. the uh, the Denny Crude muster, our boy. It was a fucking ripping chat, wasn't it? I was excited. We were a little bit nervous, I reckon, to start, mate. But a couple oh, minutes yeah. in, we started just kicking into gear. We were going live around the country. It was just amazing stuff. And, yeah, I reckon we were cooking with gas with about three minutes in, Matty. I did the, uh, you know, in high school when someone's talking and then they go, hey. like, I did one of them. I heard we were coming back. I went, Welcome. Hey. I did a little one. Oh, no, a one bit of a crack. One. I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. did a little cracksy Adley. I did a cough. Oh. As so, there was some feedback from a friend of ours. Maybe a hot tea, just to get the larynx sort of rolled over because uh, it hot seemed tea, to be yeah, when there was a tea. pause. The uh, the I think it was like, just mass stress. We were stressed and nervous. I reckon the first few minutes, as you should be. We've just been thrown into a radio studio for the first time in our life, and they're basically just going, "All right, we're going live in three, two, one, go." And we're like, "Yeah." My Correct. mouth was just cotton like fucking Jim Carrey and me, myself, and Irene when he was just his whole mouth was disintegrating. That was me. It's, it's hard cotton. to get words out, mate. It's hard to cotton. function. Yeah. Fuck. But did well though. No we swear there. words. Did well. No swears. No cusses. No cusses. No uh, money in the in the cookie jar, there, Matthew. In the swear jar. We're we're so we'll we're going be back on this week, Mako. We have they invited us back for another week? They have actually. Yeah. Surprisingly, we're back for a second week. No doubt. So we've got another. Great friend of the pod joining us in studio, Jack Jenkins. Fire Jack. I can't wait to get him in, mate. He's a good he's a good lad. He offers good value, me, so I reckon we'll get some. Let, let me get this right. We've had mm-hmm. Jimmy, Jimmy, our man, Crudy Pie. This, on the pod this week, we've had Tarfa Gang, one member of. And then on Sunday, we're rolling out Jack Jenkins. So you're telling me we've had three absolute elite superstars on in, what, seven days? Is that what we're going with yep. here? Three and seven? Three and seven. Yep, three and seven. Yeah. Tell you what. Tell me tell me who else is doing that because no one's doing three and seven. No one's doing it like we're doing it here, and that's why we're excited, mate. We're excited. We're not going to talk too much longer because uh, the people, they're here for Junior yes. Tarpa, Matthew. I reckon they're here for the big fella. I reckon we're gonna get, yes, uh, we'll get to him now, you reckon? Let's throw yeah, it to yeah. Tarpa hey, gang. Whoa. Coming at you right now. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. You. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. You. Take my shoes and walk a mile, something that you can't do. Talks of the town, big boy gang moves. Gang moves. I like to walk around with my chain loose. Chain, chain. She just bought a new ass, but got the same boots. Alrighty, who the fuck is? We are back this week. We are very excited with the guests we've got on. Tougher Gang is in the house. It's the UFC's newest star. And it's Junior Tafa. He's with us, mate. How are you? I'm good, man. How are you guys? Going well, thank you, mate. And uh, it must be such an exciting time for you. As we said, you've signed to the UFC and going to be on the massive card in Perth. How excited and how ready are you to put on a show in Perth for the uh, for the adoring Australian public? Man, I, I'm so excited. You know, I'm mostly excited to be alongside my brother, you know, fighting. Mm. It's huge for our family, just uh, two brothers on the highest platform of fighting. It's Man, uh, I'm very excited for that, so... And I and and I, I always yeah, as fans every time they call excited. man I'm there bro every time they call I'm yeah. always ready. It's the best way to be, isn't it? Hundred yeah. percent. 
Did you know the uh, the call might be coming? They must have uh, put a few feelers out. Maybe your brother might have told you, just keep racking up these wins, bro, and, yeah, they'll be calling. You'll get your chance. Yeah, they, they signed me to uh, Contender Series, uh, uh, no MMA fights. So I was going to do my debut on Contender Series. So I always knew they, they had a they, they had eye. I was always, um every time I joined my brother's, like, camps, I would see other, like, I'll see DC or them boys, and um, so I feel like they always they seen me around, so I've, I'm a familiar face. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you mentioned uh, being on the card with your brother. Does that uh, does it add a bit of extra pressure for yourself in your debut, or is it just so exciting? On the other hand, because you, you know all your friends and family were going to be watching him, and now they get to see you as well, and a yeah. little bit of uh, competition between the two to see who might be able to go out there and get the performance of the night. Yeah, man. Nah, we're not looking for because we're looking for knockout of the night, bro. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's never any pre pressure, like. 50k. Uh, yeah, there's never any pressure because we love this. You know, this is what we choose to do. This is the life we choose. So, it's just. Uh, of course. It's just no pressure. It's more of a race to 50k. You know, race for the bonus. So. Uh, he's on the main card. I'm <laughs> fucking out. Dana, 50k. So, yeah. I was going to say that, mate. Like, no pressure, as you said. You just go out there and try and knock dudes out. You've had a bit of a opponent switch up late, who you were scheduled to fight out, and then it's uh, Waldo Cortez Acosta, actually, on the fucking bloody talk. He's a tough man, man. For a man on a debut, it's a hell of a challenge, but if anyone's going to do it, I reckon you're the man for the job. Man, it's... um, I've been, they, they, wrote, they wrote the narrative in, in Japan that, the guy I was facing was a bad man, and he and I was just some punk coming in to get my ass whooped. <laughs> but uh, you know they can write it the same this way, man. But I know who I am. I know what I can do, bro. I, I put anyone's lights out, whoever they are, man. There's Big a lot of up. there's a lot of bad men out there, but I reckon you're just slightly better. I reckon seeing what you did to that guy in Japan, yeah. mate, he'll be regretting all that shit, disrespecting you there before the fight and all that kind of stuff. He paid for his uh, his sins, for sure, man. Uh, you he learned respect the hard way, you know? Mate, um, coming from that kickboxing background, I'd love to ask you, because we're two guys that have not been in the fight game, obviously never been kicked with all that force. Coming into the MMA, I, I feel like the hardest part for a fighter making a transition or, you know, being in this sport is obviously the brutal leg kick. So I feel like that must give you some kind of advantage being the size of the man you are and knowing how to deliver one of those and take one of those. That must be exciting to try and uh, kick some guys down like you're chopping trees. Oh, for sure, man. I've, uh, I, I got a lot of weapons. I haven't been, I've been knocking guys out in the first round, so I haven't really been able to showcase <laughs> my, my skills. So, um, man, uh, yeah, they're going down with the right. Imagine what they'll do if uh, kicking. So, and look, yeah. hard for you to create even a highlight reel at the moment for yourself because it's like you said, they're ending so quickly. No one's even, yeah. we haven't seen the full the full set of what you're able to do. And I mean, it, I think for you, you're happy to keep winning early, aren't you? Just keep knocking Man, blokes for, out. For sure. Uh, you know, I was, um, I, I learned from, uh, I've been with like Mark Hunt since a youngin. So, like, if there was someone to learn about knockouts, it's that guy right there, bro. So, like, he taught me all about timing and placement, and that's. That's really what, what what a knockout's all about, you know. It's it's not mm. as brutal as what they say. It, it, it comes swift, swift, swift and quick like a sniper, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You mentioned that. I wanted to ask about Mark Hunt, man, and what he's meant to you 
growing up, probably almost like a father figure as well. He's such a, a legend in this sport. Tell us what he's been to you, man, and what he still continues to uh, give to you and the experience that he would give you. Oh, for sure, man. He's like a all for the fighters, you know. He's um he's always had us fighters' best interest at heart. So he he has been a father figure to all of us. Uh, he he got us as young young kids. Like um me, I remember being in there with Bat. It was he had a team of Tai Tuivasa, Justin Tuffer, Carlos Oberg, and myself, and we used to help him from uh started helping him with the Bigfoot fights, and he took us all the way since then. You know, like. Show, I remember being at UFC 200 and and we were sitting next to um, DC's crew. Also got to see Jose Aldo and his team. So, man, well, he I, I was I feel like I was the last of our team to make it into the UFC. So, you know, now now it's complete. So it just shows shows how much he he's done for us. You know, as as fighters and as the next generation yeah. coming up. I was going to say he's uh, how inspiring is he as a guy as well. I mean. Beating the up and or not the up and coming, but the prodigy in Sonny Bill in a boxing fight that no one gave Mark Hunt a chance in to go out there at his age against all the odds and still put on an unbelievable performance. It, I guess coming up underneath, you probably never doubted his ability, but that must be inspiring as as well as being a, a younger pup, seeing someone a bit older still be able to go out there and do what he, he can do. Yeah, for sure. He uh, well, he we flew out to Thailand three months before, like two months maybe two or three months, and we just did, like, some some work out there. You know, they caught him off the couch. It was quite a strategic move for for Sonny Bill Williams. Caught him off the couch, and then, and then uh, we went to Thailand, went to work, and came back, and, yeah, he did what he, he said he was going to do, man. So, you know, we call him the lead horse for a reason, man. He leads the way, man. Yeah, no doubt he does. You should never doubt a man like Mark Hunt with that power. Mate, Talk us through like your uh, your heritage and your background. Your whole family, basically, you were you were born to fight. I know your grandfather was a boxer. Your uncles, all your brothers, are professional fighters. How much does it mean to you to like carry that lineage on, and also just like I guess represent you the uh, the Samoan culture and stuff? Because you guys are just such great athletes in the combat field. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's hard to explain, but uh, just grateful, you know, grateful we get to live the life we live. And I get to experience this with my brothers. You know, where we go, we literally, me and my brothers go to other countries and take on whoever they are. So it's like, if it's not me, it's my other brother. But, you know, I've got a younger brother coming up too. He's about 22, 23. And, and he'll be, he's right behind me. So, uh, man, it's going to be some good times for us going to you. Uh... I don't think they've ever had three, three brothers in there, but man. It's, it's almost a little a bit of an advantage because we've talked about it with plenty of fighters on here before. It's such a, you know, you can you can have a camp and have a, a gym and have guys, but it's very hard to get that team environment and that and that team aspect. I guess if you've got two other brothers in the UFC with you, it's almost a bit of an advantage that you'll have, you know, the ability to have that camaraderie and do it together and want to continually yeah. sort of outdo each other, but grow together and win together. I think that's that's something that can be really utilised well. Yeah, for sure. It's um, I stand, I can stand confident against anyone across the the cage or ring, knowing I have my brothers behind me. So, it it, it gives me it it does. Man, maybe you can say that, you know, mm. tougher gang to the world, baby. That's it. <laughs> tougher gang for sure, mate. We come from a football background ourselves, and like, yeah, it's a team sport. 
support, but at the end of the year, we look forward to a footy trip going away with the boys. <laughs> you guys, your brother's going to be fighting on the same card. I'm sure your family's going over. I know you're good mates with Bam Bam Tuivasa and all these guys, Tyson Pedro. They own a brewery. There's going to be a Drink West after party. Tell me about it. It's almost like a footy trip for you boys. It's going to be a lot of beer yeah, drunk, I reckon. Shout out to Drink West. Shout out to Drink West. Man, Absolutely. Uh, I can't wait to see the boys, man. Uh, I can't wait to see Ty and uh, Tyson Pedro. Yeah, we're, we're, we're family men now, you know. We've done our parties back in, in camp. Now we now we got families and and we're just, yeah, good. Maybe nice some beers and a, and a good verse. Good barbecue, yeah. something like that. That seems like more of the after party for us. Nice. <laughs> Talking about the beers, is it hard as a, a up and coming guy? You got your mates. You want to have beers. You talk about that some partying and, and that phase. Is it hard to adjust and have the people around you also adjust to what you need to be able to do to, to perform at the elite level, and sometimes have to be able to say no, or you know, just like have eight weeks, twelve weeks without maybe seeing all your mates all the yeah. time. Is that hard? Coming up and going through that? Um, not really, because uh, like, man, I don't have much friends. I have uh, only only family. family around me, and and I'm lucky they do what I do. So we're all yeah, on the same that's... mission. So it's like they, they can't be one. There's not one house in a not one TV in a house that's not playing fighting stuff. So, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, everything's uh, evolved around fighting. You know, on Sunday we got bored, so we said should we go for a run? It was, it's just. I love that. Yeah, and, and everyone agreed. Next thing I seen, it was like five of us, my cousins, and we were all running the fields on a Sunday Arvo. So it's just like there you go. It's quite easy like for it. us. Yeah, our teams, our teams, they're all down for the cause. So. Yeah, best way. It's a, it's a bloody good cause, mate. My people might think it's been a bit of a a quick ascent for you. You've only just transitioned into MMA middle of last year, so it hasn't been long. You've only had the four fights in MMA, but you've had years and years of kickboxing experience. <laughs> You've traveled the world. You feel ready? Like my, some people might go, "Oh, it's quick for him," but I reckon, yeah. How's your confidence going into this? You're just super confident that you are more than ready. Yeah, man. I, I signed to I signed to Glory Kickboxing at uh, 20 years old, and that's the highest platform of. So I fought Dutch monsters, man. Morocco. Yeah, beach. crazy. I fought the biggest strikers <laughs> out there, man. And I was just a young fat kid who who just enjoyed fighting, you know. So uh, now I took it serious and and I seen what I could do in six months. Uh, now I got a UFC contract, and I wasn't gunning it. I didn't. I wasn't gunning this early for it. I just knew I wanted to fight the top dudes, and because um, I believe I, I'm top, I got the top shelf skills, man. And is that love of fighting, and you know, because that's completely foreign to myself and uh, the maker. We're we're not fighters. We do, we love talking about it, but is that from growing up and probably you know at times needing. To fight, or is it growing up like with the likes of Mark Hunt, your brothers, your family, your grandpa, and just always being around it? It's just been embedded into you. That that's just your your way of life. Yeah, you know, everyone has their demons. Everyone's had had their good old hard hard struggle coming up. Yes, so I don't really yeah. want to talk about ours, but I just that's know okay. where we're going. That where we're going yeah. to, and we're going to the top, man. So absolutely, you know, we're just we can just look back and see. And, and be grateful where we're at now. So, you know, I just, I know everyone has has had their struggle in life. So, yeah, it's, it's life's how you make it, man. You play the deal, you just play the cards you're dealt with, man. So that that's it. Yeah. No, 100%. Very good advice, mate. Well, we're only two weeks out. We're going to be heading over to Perth as well. So we're super excited to see you and your brother as well. Get some big uh, 
hopefully some 50k bonuses, man. So for people out sure, there that might sure. not have seen you fight, just give them a reason to tune into the early early prelims. Why they got to get up bloody early and make sure they're watching when you hit that octagon, man. If I don't know, it's tougher gang. If if you don't know, you're gonna hear about us. So. <laughs> No, nah, well, we we definitely know, and we'll be definitely pushing uh pushing your cause, mate. We're so excited to uh, again have had you on today. We're so excited to be over in Perth to see you in in person and see you uh you know and your brother what you guys are going to do. And we just uh, we thank you for coming on today in the middle of your day. Uh, we wish you all the best with the career, but firstly uh, a big performance in Perth, and we hopefully chat to you again soon. Thank you very much. I'll see you guys out out in Perth. See you guys. Good on you, mate. Thank you. Bye, mate. You will, bro. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Whoa. Hello. Oh, uh, walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. You. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Talk it. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it, walk it, walk it like I talk it yeah. Take my shoes and walk a mile, something that you can't do Woo. Hey. Big tops of the town, big boy gang moves. gang moves I like to walk around with my chain loose chain, chain. She just bought a new Well, Mako Shark, much like Tarper himself in saying that he doesn't like to muck around That's We didn't muck around in that interview Short, sharp and gorgeous interview it was, Mako Shark Full of excitement That man's got some pizzazz, I reckon I reckon he uh, if he has a big result on the day and gets gets a mic thrown in his face, I reckon it could be uh, the making of an absolute superstar, Mako Shark. What are your thoughts there? Good thoughts. My thoughts are echo yours. He's mm. going to go out there. This is a tough test. No doubt who he's up in his debut. He's a tough man, that uh, Cortez Acosta fella. But I reckon he's going to get absolutely bopped. Junior yeah. Tough is going to smack him. It's probably going to be in the first round. These boys are going to swing and bang. He's going to drop him, and as you said, mate, the mic, early doors. Some of these people in these early prelims, people are watching. People are watching, and if you put on a good performance, back it up on the mic, stars can be born. And in front of the home crowd here in Australia, I tell you what, a star could be born here in Junior Tarpa. He'll set the scene. His brother, Justin, coming in on the main card later in the day, revving him up. I can't wait. We're going to be in the crowd bright and early, probably about 8 in the morning, Perth time. But, mate, what better time than to throw hands, mate, big soup bones. Soup bones are swinging. It's a it's a weird. Uh, I've seen it the boxing the ha- the Haney Cambosis uh, card. Big Daddy, a friend of the pod, was um, he was fighting early, and it's a weird, almost eerie feeling when two heavyweights go out and box when it's uh, sort of the AM Mako Shark, and this is even worse because this is UFC and this is MMA. This could be uh, this could be one of the real sort of people are still trying to get their egg and bacon rolls in their gob, and there could be a bloke. Um, on the canvas in big trouble earlier, I would have suggested. Big chance, mate. Big chance. Junior, how good's the story? The whole family, they're just absolutely, they are, they're bad men, these blokes. They're, they're lovely men. Don't get me wrong. They're actually gorgeous, delightful, kind-hearted, sweet men. But I tell you what, they're also, get them in a, in a ring or a cage, they turn into real bad men. That's probably what happens when you grow up with like a Mark Hunt just sort of guiding you protege mm. sort of stuff. Mark Hunt's a really bad man. He's got a lot of experience. So to have someone like that really sort of bringing you up and teaching you the ways, there's just no doubt he's got so many knockouts on the record. It was uh, complete. They live a completely different life to yourself and us. It's like, you know, how, how do you adjust, you know, not drinking with your mates? Well, I don't really have any mates. I just have family. Like, oh, family in a close circle be- of killers. Just 
all yes. working together for the call. Mark Hunt leading them too. He said he's the, the, the elder. He's the guy. Yep. So imagine like He'll be there. Imagine a pyramid, pyramid scheme of those guys, and you get to the top and, and it's Mark Hunt. <laughs> so you get Mark through. Hunt walk off KOing blokes. Oh my God. It's a He'll scary be in thought. Too. We might you have reckon? to uh, tap him on the shoulder and say, How you going, Mark? How are you? Yeah. We love you. We're the boys. Don't kill we me. We tried to get him on. Remember, we had his number, but it was uh, it was no longer in use, which is a real shame. I had the plummy cold call for Mark, but uh, didn't quite. You would have been real sweating on the fucking, I was going to say Mark Henry. Yeah, no, Mark Hunt. Henry. I don't think, I don't Mark think, I don't Hunt think Mark, call. I don't think uh, Mark's uh, got any sort of May Young side pieces like uh, Mr. Henry did, but I'll tell you, imagine, imagine that he give you, I reckon, point three of a second to get your selling. It'll be a point three elevator pitch for Mark. Yeah. Yeah, get him early or get the fuck out of his face. Be like the world's quickest elevator pitch. Okay, what do you got? Uh, and he's already through the phone, no. ringing your larynx, I reckon, Mako yeah. Shark. Yeah, he crushed your larynx. So anyway, the be, I do. think it's going to be a pretty um, – there's going to be some really bad men in Perth, jokes aside. I tell you what, blokes are going to have their wits about them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's going to be a you know, lot it's of – not just uh, the fighters. It's the entourage of fighters that can fight just as well. That's the scary yep. part. And they're the ones on the yep. Silly Silly and Dries or the Drink West, whatever they'll be having. The Delgado, Soda, Tequila, Mako Shark, whatever it'll be, they'll be doing it. And that's the frightening thing, I think. You bump I'm into a little the bit glad that we're going, to be, uh, we're going to be on the clock. We're going to be on the we clock be during the whole, the whole day. No. We won't be drinking. Otherwise, we probably would have Smart. had a few too many and – Got a little bit uh, rambunctious by midday, but no, 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 professional. We're two of the most professional in this business. So we'll be sober as a judge until that final bell rings, I reckon. Then we'll start smashing. Yep. I'm going to smash the Delgados. Play the long game. Oh, oh the Delgados. Play the long game, Mako Shark. It's an early morning. We'll be doing ro- live radio into bringing all the action to the listeners, then uh, post-event press conference, and then we'll be going back to the hotel to get our kits on and out we go, Mako. So yeah, that's only our two o'clock starts. That's still a very long day. Toodle whenever. That's that's a long go, Mako. So these people starting at 7 a.m., I don't think they'll even be able to get to these after parties, will they? It's going to be a long bloody day, mate. It's going to have to be some afternoon naps, I reckon, floating around. Now, Mako Shark, you talk about afternoon naps. This next segment, I don't think anyone's ever had an afternoon nap in it. And if they have, they're some kind of psychopath because the... Next segment, Mako Shark, has become, it has grown from episode one of this podcast. Somehow it started as the number one segment in this country and the world, which is an unbelievable achievement in itself. To no, never have done a segment, to never have spoke a word, Mako Shark, but somehow it was the number one ranked. I don't know how that's happened, but a man of your ilk is probably the only one that could have done it, Mako Shark. We are now up to 66 episodes. We are not taking this segment to the radio. The only way you'll ever hear this segment is on this show, Mako Shark, because you don't want to diet collar. You don't want to Kool-Aid the pants off this segment. You want to make this segment the hardest hitting, the most honest, the most look yourself in the mirror. And I tell you what, if there's something to be said, it's going to be said to you, Mako Shark. That is the segment. It is the audience's favourite segment. It's when the audience numbers peak. It's a peak. It goes from the interviewer into this, and then there's a severe dive-off, Mako Shark. It's a severe dive-off into the sea, but that's okay because we've had them on this segment, and this segment has built this show from the ground up. It's the audience's favourite segment, Mako. It's my favourite segment. It's obviously your favourite segment, Mako Shark, for the 66th time. God knows what you're going to go with, but he's not real, so I don't know why I say God knows. I should just say knows what you're going to go with. It's the Mako Shark Tank. It is 
the Mako Shark Tank. Not on radio. It's a podcast only affair here on the tank. This week, mate, left field one. You probably don't expect it, but this week I'm coming for people that say yogurt, Matthew. People that say yogurt can absolutely (laughs) go take a hike, mate. Hit the showers. Don't let me catch you saying yogurt when I'm within earshot. What are you, cocksuckers? Are you absolute? What are you? You're a bunch of dickheads. I can't cop it. Just look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, why are you saying yogurt? And I guarantee you $100 that the same people that say that are also saying vitamins, Matthew. If you say vitamins, I will chin you. I will put one straight on your chin and I will drop you like I am Junior Tafa. All right? The whole world is unanimous that we say yogurt. We say vitamins. So why are you guys coming out here with a little bit of Ponzi yogurt and vitamins? Cut it. Give me a spell. And if you listen to this podcast, go to elocution classes. Start thinking about how you're supposed to pronounce your words. It's not yogurt, Matthew. I'm sick of yogurt. What are your thoughts about yogurt and vitamins? I hate people using yogurt. I hate people saying vitamins. There's the oh. same people probably do this too, which shit me, Mako Shark. People that pronounce someone's name in the full name. Like Samuel. No, no. Where people say yeah, Matthew Mache. Crooks. I was oh, speaking hi, to Matthew Crooks. Crooks the other day. I was speaking to Michael Macon yeah. the other day. Uh, yeah. Johnny Bartholomew from work. We don't need to know the whole. We don't need to know the full name because if we know the person, we don't. We don't need the full thing. And if we don't know the person, you saying their last name is not going to make the story any better or worse. So just say Sarah, Tommy, fucking I don't know, bloody Jenko, Bart, Crooksy, Jenk, whatever. Nikki. Right? Don't I hate the the two first like the the full name? It's pointless, right? And it's the same people that would be saying yogurt. It's the same people would be saying vitamins. It's fucking Matthew ridiculous, Crooks maker. Loves to eat yogurt because he likes to stack up his vitamins. Now oh. hit the showers. We're off ya. And if you do say those, please call in. Maybe call in on Sunday on the radio show and explain to me why you say yogurt. And do you have like a Ponzi British accent? Because that's probably the only people that do it. Oh my god, it's a good one. See, that's how you get sixty-six because you're thinking of things that the common person isn't. The person that doesn't, you're gonna go left field. Mate, you walk around, right, and you think, I-, I hear that. It annoys me, but I don't have a platform to put that person on. Uh, you need a platform, you know? mate. Yep. You've, you've just, I heard it. Just given... I've always hated it. I heard it have you got any, the week who, and I went... who does it? Who says mm. it? Anyone we know? Are you going to go? Any other, no one that I know. Okay. I heard some dickhead. I think it was a, some dickhead woman on some cooking show, I think it might have been, during the week, late yeah. that night. And I just right. got infuriated. And I went, I fucking hate that. And then I just quickly got my phone, jotted it down in my little notes pad here, my Larry David notepad. I said, I'm coming yeah. for the yogurt crew. Yeah. Have you got a Have you got a Shark Tank uh, little sort of running yeah. notes? A little bit. If I if something pisses me off, because you forget. I, I would have forgot, you know what I mean? So i got to write. you got to jot things down when they pop into your brain. When something irks you and you've got a fucking award-winning fucking shark tank you know you need to you just need to write these things down so what else shits me mako shark people over the age of 65 that drive <laughs> mate, i've got an old man who's 90 and mate, he should not be behind the wheel i'll tell you what got no, got no drums with your driving but you should do an annual test yeah yeah yeah. no i'm telling you these tests i reckon anyone i'll tell you that i said he's 90 my old man shouldn't be on the road we've tried to just gently massage the keys of him which he's kind of agreed to to a certain point but yeah. Oh boy, he had a he had a test the other week actually. I Did think he? it was just to see whether or not he can still have his manual license. I'm just like, forget the manual, mate. You shouldn't even be in a fucking Tesla. Um, apparently, like ran over a bloody. Test. He ran over a fucking like a, a roundabout a little bit, and then he like sped <laughs> in another bit, and they still said, "Yeah, now nah, you're right," and ticked him off. 
What are you 90. talking about? Get him off the road. But, but if he if he just ran over the roundabout a little bit and hit a woman with a pram with a newborn in there, you're not right. Oh, yeah. The wheel went up on the gutter or something like that. I, I just no. think it's absurd. So I think they're just letting anyone fucking drive. Oh, my God. That's fucking not well. What if you're up there just like looking, wait, looking the other way and a car rolled up and just crushed your Achilles just for the tyre? Oh, Georgie comes <laughs> flying over in his Jaguar, just wacko, what? and you go on. <laughs> Hope not. And for the listeners, Georgie's not one to drive a slow coach car either. Georgie's a big rev head. Don't worry about George. George has had some of the most unbelievable automobiles on this planet, not necessarily to our liking as much because he's a British motor enthusiast, but some people would fucking kill their own fucking mothers to get a drive in some of Georgie's bloody automobiles. So he's not just skimming curbs in some sort of fucking sled. He's bloody skimming curbs in sports cars. He's got fucking horsepower, this guy. Shouldn't have it. A few HPs. Nah, shouldn't. We've tried to sort of say, yeah. yeah Come on, Joel. Because uh, his driving's maybe. his thing, though. So that, you take that away from him. It's like that's his like that's his livelihood, nah, isn't it? He's cars a are driver. His life, mate. His cars. It should just be in the passenger happily. seat. Yeah, look. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We love you, George. Well, Mako Shark, <laughs> I'll never, for the listeners out there, I, I, I saw a lot of George through high school. Stayed at his house for a week sometimes in school holidays. Ran into him maybe 10 years post, but you still sort of recognise the kid and he introduced himself to me. So he shouldn't no, be mate, driving. Forget. And that's, this was before I lost my feathers. I looked He's exactly the oldest the same. man in Australia. He's been the oldest man in Australia for decades now. Mate, he, <laughs> he forgets, right? He, I've, I've told him, I've had a dog for 12 and a half years. He still... Sees pictures of my dog and thinks it's the first time he's ever seen it. Oh, you have got a dog, have you? I'm like, Jesus Christ, mate! You're not actually, you haven't actually got dementia, but like, you just can't remember things. But he'll tell you all about some 1953 Jaguar bloody D D class with the extra overhead cam, double fucking shafty boy. He'll tell you every single detail about that. But his own son's dog that he's ever told him, <laughs> no, can't remember it. Oh, oh, you like football, do you? Oh, fuck. come on, George. He's the only bloke that's ever been 80 for 20 years. No one's ever been in their 80s as long as that man. I've known you since 97. He's been in his 80s since 1997. It's one of the most unbelievable achievements. Don't worry about all his hill climbing championships, all his sales records at his fucking car yard. The biggest record of that man's life is he's he's managed to be in his 80s since 97. He really has. He really has. God bless (laughs) Anyway, enough about him. He's had a good run here. Um, Mako Shark, lovely tank. That's a good one. It's a wholehearted one, that one. It's not, it's not crass. It's not too dividing. It's just people out there will be like, fucking oath. Someone says vitamins. Yeah, how annoying is it? Yogurt. Shocking. I'll have some yogurt. Can I have some yogurt? No. Fuck off. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what we can have, Mako Shark, and the audience can have, is a UFC review, please, from the weekend. UFC review, UFC 273, which we uh, went and watched down to Burmy in Colling- Collingwood, Fitzroy, one of the ones. Yeah, it's on the border. It's on the border. Fucking 50-cent chicken wings. Tell you what, get down there if you're in the, in the in the area. Watch the UFC down there. 50-cent chicken wings, that's unbelievable, with blue cheese or ranch, your choice. Oh, but your choice. Big pay-per-view. Big pay-per-view, Matty. Yeah, we won't go through the whole thing. We'll talk about the multi blowing up. Early yep. doors, which was I thought probably mm. the lock of the whole day, was our man T Rex Terence McKinney. It's he's starting to fuck us now. He's starting yeah, he's to done. fuck us more often than he's not fucking us at this <laughs> point. T Rex McKinney, I'm gonna have to jump off. Maybe I everyone's am. getting a little bit high on the Terence McKinney fumes because he got 
need the fuck out, didn't he, Matthew? Knocked out unconscious by Ismail Bonfim. Yep. Scary knockout. The Bonfim brothers came through like a freight train. Um, yeah, he took the world by storm with that knee. Need Terence's skull off. And, uh, yeah, got the win there. KO in the second round. That blew the multi up early doors. That was a bit flat, but what are you going to do, you know? Yeah, what what can you do? And, look, we, we, we were just disappointed uh, for the man as well because he's an exciting uh, young talent. You, you just don't want to yeah. see him. Too many losses can get you on the scrap heap, uh, and we don't want that yep. to happen for him. So as much as we were upset about the multi, we're, we hope that young man can get back to his winning ways. I, I, I think we said, though, on the pod that, he he he's uh, he's either going to knock a guy out or get knocked out. Is what we said. There was no in yeah. between with him because he, he has been known to gas and or allow yep. a person yeah, an opportunity, and, and he just ducked his head and got need. It's like he ain't going much in distance, that. That's for sure. I actually saw a little yeah. breakdown of it. This Bonfim bloke did. It was actually remarkable. He got him up against the cage. He faked like he went for a he faked like a, a right knee. As he was doing that, he jumped and then went wacko with the left knee, and that's what took McKinney by surprise because he was waiting for the right knee, ducked that direction, and then got kneed in the face with the left knee. So bloody good setup there by this young fella, Bonfim. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, one to watch for the listeners out there. One to watch, definitely. The multi then had a few good ones, mate. We went Cody Stamen. He had a good win. Got the unanimous decision there against Luan Lacerda. We good like John. Stamen. He's a He's good. John Stamos, love him. Have yep. mercy, love please. Um, yes. Jalton Almeida, the big heavyweight. Yes. He's a fucking, he's one to keep an eye on, this bloke. We, oh, this is another lock. This was a lock. And, uh, yeah, smash this bloke, Shamil Abdurrahmov. Almeida went ham on him. I think Lemke, our man Ryan Lemke, was giving me the stats, actually, because we were coming from the radio to the pub. We, we missed this one. We missed this one. But apparently he, whew, I think he landed like a billion strikes to about three. Like it was just a real sort of route. Great actor too. He was uh, he was Jack Bauer's uh, offsider in Twenty Four. Tony Almeida. Tony Almeida, yeah, definitely Tony Almeida. I think mm. it's his son. I believe okay. so. Yeah, mm. that's his. That's his. Uh, <laughs> it's not his uh, shoot name though, unfortunately. So it doesn't really work. But anyway, keep going. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah. Uh, moving on, the other Bonfim brother also debuting got a. Submission win in the first round, 49 seconds in. So the Bonfim brothers, they had a night out there in Brazil in front of the home crowd. Is their favourite band's bon- Bonafide? You know that rock band, Bonafide? Bonafide, I know them, yep. They got bon that song. It used, to, it used to get a, a really – they got one really good song. You know, like one of those, it came on, Joel used to put them on or someone, and they had this real – like a real banger, and it would always get a run, in, in, you know, when we're doing the acts and that. Yeah. It always just – it would find itself in there, and we'd all pop, and then we'd be like – Give us some more. And then it's like, yeah. They dropped off. <laughs> yeah. so one of those one hit one one bona really, banger. Correct. But these guys have got two. So they're, they're, they're one ahead. Mm. Well, good. Let me move on. Another mm. upset. Another one that we weren't picking in the multi. We went the Rodriguez, the Robocop. He got oh, knocked no. the literal fuck out by this guy, Bruno Ferreira, who's a bad man on boo as well. Shocked the world, in my opinion. We've seen... Robocop go through walls, get smashed in the face repeatedly and be and just sort of laugh it off. But not this bloke. This bloke just smashed him and knocked him the fuck out, mate. This was huge, actually. Mako Shark, um, I mean, it was hard to watch the fights, wasn't it? It was hard. We had, there was a, bit of, uh, there was a bit, of, bit of atmosphere in the pub. The boys from the hottest podcast in the world 
coming live from the hottest radio show. There was a bit of sort of there was a bit of an air of sort of greatness in the room. I feel that just it didn't mm. allow us to really focus in on the fight. Well, it'll be, it'll head, it's hard to watch when you're head wobbling, Matthew. Yeah, it's like I think we're going to have to get stirrups for the next live event we attend because we're going to need the head to stop wobbling. Um, I actually got RSI from signing that many autographs. I tell you, I don't know how they do it. I'm going to have to get a really, a really simple, like just a dot dot or something, just to sort of really simplify and, and help the wrist out, maker shark. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a near forty year old man. I don't know to be all of a sudden doing thousands of autographs on a Sunday when I'm just trying to watch the fight. So anyway, I just thought I'd put that out there for the audience to really gather how big the day was for us. It was a real sort of – it was a real look at me day, wasn't it? Well, you know, we're live – we're radio hosts now. We're broadcasting, Matthew. It's to be expected. While we're talking about the day, let's shout out some of the boys that were there and and the girls. It was great. A great turnout to watch the fights. You know, one of our, I think one of our, outside of our family, one of our biggest uh, fans of the pod, Timmy, who may be now known as Jimmy from Reservoir, he was there. Fantastic <laughs> fella. I haven't seen him in a long, long time. But just, uh, picked, just picked up where we left off. One of the, I love those type of scenarios where you can just not see a bloke, keep in touch on the socials, catch up, and yep. it's not at all awkward. You just pick up where you, I love a pick up where you left off. And a fantastic fella. And, uh, Bought his, bought his uh, partner along too, which I sort of suggested. Walked the tail down. Lovely tail. It was great to meet smart her. Smart move. You've got to yep. offset with the – if you know there's a female or two coming, you, you must try and add to that Mako Shark just yes. to allow the sort of – if the boys want to get to it. But it's just a great day there. Uh, Peter and his crew um, always look after us at the, at the Birmingham. So we, we love the place. And if you're looking to go and watch fights, 50 Cent Wings, as you said, with two sources, Mako Shark. So a little shout-out right, to that crew. Past. It's a great crew. Sure, it was a great day. We push on. Shogun. Shogun Hua, Matthew. Farewell fight. This is it now. The legend is retired and a disappointing end. It's probably the end we should have expected, probably did expect. This bloke from Ukraine. I'm not a big fan of this bloke. Mm. I wasn't quite... uh, Mm. He sort of acted like a bit of a dick, this bloke. Um, He can get in the showers, I reckon. Fuck right off. He did. Shogun, disappointing. And this bloke was a bit shit. Yeah, not happy with you, uh, Pateria. So anyway, I'm not going to talk about you too much. But Shogun, one of the uh, he's an icon, one of the legends of this sport. Disappointing right. to see him. They all it just happens in this sport, doesn't it? They, if you go too long, all the legends will end up sort of departing on a loss. It's hard to watch at times. Well, Ariel uh, mentioned it, Mako Shark. Funny enough, I've just realised that the microphone, the new microphone. Thanks to uh, another listener of the pod. I think it's Riley that you got the boys these. Is this right? Yeah, yeah, big Riley, the the misses of the misses so of Riley. I've been Shared hearing it. a bit of uh, a bit of as I've been talking. I've been trying to not do it. It's been annoying me. It's been keeping me mm. a little bit fucking out of my game, to be honest. Because as I'm mm. talking, I'm hearing you know the, hearing that right. I'm going, what the fuck is with that? I just didn't realise there's a button behind. I just look on the back of the box. Just so you can see, it's an, I know it's, an, yeah. it's not a it's not a, a visual podcast, but see that tells you like all the settings, and there's yeah. only one on there that's got that's got podcasts, and now I can say PPPP, and, it, and I'm, it's not really doing it. Uh, so hmm. I flicked it to that, and it's way better. So it's probably going to suck the first half, but uh, now I know, and this and this mic's set up for greatness. But anyway, um, like- I don't know why I keep taking this pod off off track, but I just figured if anyone's listening and going, why the fuck's that guy making that something in his teeth sort of sound? 
That's why yeah, I had the no, wrong what... setting, Mako. Anyway, you still make mistakes in this game, even if you're at the top. Always learning, mate, even at the very Talk about top, uh, mistakes learning. of the UFC. That's what I was getting to as well. Mistakes of the matchmakers that seem to treat their uh, legendary fighters as bad as my football team treats uh, legend footballers on the way out in retirement. We did Scotty Lucas dirty. We did uh, mm. Matty Lloyd dirty. And they tend to continually like a champion or an ex-champion or a possible Hall of Famer to be absolutely iced on the way out, almost as a finish him. He's done. He's donezo which I don't like, Mako Shark, personally. I don't, I don't like, like it like either, it. mate. But I guess, who Did is it? this I Hall nah, Potteria? I guess you can't. Well, he's, he? got a, he's a young kid. He's a young kid, mate. He wants to I take probably should put him against another old, he, yeah. Put old versus old, I correct. guess. You're probably right. Old versus old. Yeah, 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 yeah. These young bucks, they want to make a name by knocking out the old bull. You're right. And I tell you what, he, he had some balls. Had some plums, that guy. Doing Robocop Definitely. dances and jumping up and doing the fucking How's Your Father in, in the fucking too, crowd. Right? Oh, woo. Yikes. Tell ya. Yeesh. Yeah. He's nah, got nah, plums. Nah. So he must have plum sauce, that fella. Anyway, what else happened? Plummy boy. We go to the main card, but this is your man, Paul Craig, Matthew. Paul Craig, uh, the sportsman. Ah, I think he's, I'm off he's, him. He's, laddie. he's up against yeah. Johnny Walker. Um, yeah. yeah, I reckon Johnny Walker potentially is, uh, I won't say he's back, but he looks like he's uh, he's back, Matthew, I reckon. He's had two in a row now, two impressive wins. Got the stoppage. Got Paul Craig, just started whacking his face. Went the kick. I think Paul Craig grabbed the kick, was trying to go the takedown, and then Walker, on one leg, just went whack, whack, whack. Got Craig to the mat and then just got the stoppage. Looked impressive. He's very, he's a strong man. He's a big man, Johnny Walker. I think he's 6'6 at light heavyweight. Like, he's a fucking specimen. So, if he can put it together, maybe he'll get back to somewhat of all the hype that was uh, building around him a few years ago. I think, um, look, I am a poor Craig, but I think I'm just gonna I'm gonna park that for a little bit. He's gonna need to have a couple of performances for me to get back on him and be shouting his name here and be punting on him, Mako Shark. He's let me down a little yeah. bit. Mm-hmm. Nothing against him, um, but you can't have everyone on at all times. So I'll, I'll put him on. I'll bench him for a little bit. Just give him a little sort of reality check because yep. there's plenty of other guys that are doing big things, especially uh, my man, the big Russian heavyweight, who. Uh, Got himself in a little bit of trouble, I think, during the week. He retweeted something without understanding it fully, and it was something a bit controversial. And then he came out and said, I'm Russian. Give me a break. I don't always know exactly what things mean. I missed that. <laughs> He's got a bit oh, of humour. I quite like him. Did you, did you see? Uh, what's his face? About? Big Sergey. The uh, Spiv? Or no, not Spivak. Uh, oh. Sergey uh, no, Pavle- pa- Pavlovich. Why not just knock out Derek Lewis? Yeah. Pavlovich. Matty Pavlovich. Knocked out Bam Bam. <laughs> yeah. What did he go with? Did he tweet something obnoxious, did he? Bit, uh, I, think he I think he retweeted something, like a whole Hogan. Like, hey, you know people get Hogan? Like my yeah, uncle's just had tricking. space for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken Hogan. Very please. No, and then he come out and just goes, give me a break. I get a lot of tweets. I try and get around. <laughs> Very guys. Russian. I'm fucking ru- yeah. I'm Russian. I can't speak English properly. I'll do my best. Yeah, give me a break. I just give didn't break. get it right. It's just, I, I, I quite like him. I told you he's got a hint of sort of funny. Like, he try, I think he's good. I think he's actually a Russian with a big personality, which is rare. Okay. Very I, rare. Without, you know, I, I don't, they're very rare that they have any sort of humour. They're not a humorous people. But that, that's, that's not, not being noble. controversial saying that. Not they're normal. straight up and down. Yeah. 
type of uh, human being. But only he, Evgeny no, Malkin. A, Evgeny Malkin's got a yes. bit. Of, he's got a bit of carry, a bit of a goofball. Yeah. That's the only one I've no, seen. That's, that's true, actually. The ice hockey guys actually hold the whole nation up. I reckon. Mm, I reckon you're right. Mm. So anyway, he's not on the, this card, and I don't really know why I brought him up. I've gone rogue a couple of times, <laughs> just to, I don't know why, but I have, and. Um, I just felt like Paul Craig's off and he's in. Because remember I sort of said yeah. to you after, because it was Bam Bam and I was a bit umming and ahhing, but I did say he sort of won me over in his post-match. Uh, and I've seen him on Twitter. He's kind of funny. And now Craigie yep. has left the door open and I'm fully behind him now because he's not going to be fighting Bam Bam and there's no other Aussies in that top 15. So I'm safe now. And uh, I'll be fully I'm, I'm fucking on Matty Pavlich. Yep. Lovely. Okay. Next fight, Maddie. We'll just talk about it quickly because she got absolutely belted from pillar to post. Lauren Murphy versus Jessica Andraj. This was just a. This is not what you want to see, really. This is just a woman no. getting battered. It was just a battering sort of, uh, just a violent, just too tough for your own good sort of stuff by Lauren Murphy. Just like, come on, you just just stop the fight at some point. You're just getting battered for three rounds. It's just not great, is it? I don't know. Bad taste in my Look, it's not. That. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, but she's tough. She's tough, Mako Shark, isn't she? If you're tougher than a bloody butcher's handshake. That's inside of handshake, but that's all right. Speaking of the, the girls, how do you reckon Look Bun Me, our girls' camp's going leading into Perth? I reckon Look Bun Me is absolutely yeah. Much. I reckon she's. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen a lot, but she's under the radar. I reckon she's keeping it low key, mate. Doesn't want the world like to it. see too much. Look, Bumui, you wait for her to explode in Perth. She's not letting us look Bumui at all. I want to see what's in. I want to hear what's going on in camp. They've been very quiet. The look Bumui people. I wonder if they're uh, they're preparing for a performance of the night, as I suggested it might be when the, the fight was announced. Big chance the look Bumui gets the fifty k. I reckon for that, but we'll keep that under our hat for two weeks' time. We might get a uh, okay. interview with her in Perth. We'll try to. Might say hello. Great. Look on me. I'll look on you. You look on me. That sort of stuff. Uh, yes, I've got the yeah. funniest uh, today. Gilbert Sorry. Burns, Matthew? Yeah. Yes, Burnsy. Just as I expected yeah. against your man, the Mitsubishi Magna, the molten hot magma. Liquid hot, actually. Liquid hot. Liquid hot. Liquid hot. Neil, liquid hot magni. Um, it's the best. He got ran it's through, mate. Like... It's a great name, though. I might have to Did jump he get on ran that. through, though? He wasn't, he wasn't going all that bad. No, no, he got fucking taken down, and then it was just yeah. Gilbert Burns did what he had to, and then just fucking got him. Gilbert Burns looks like he's aged fifteen years in twelve months to me. I like the hair he was running. The real <laughs> sort of it was looking fucking right up there. It was big. I liked that a lot. Gilbert Burns looking good, liquid hot, yeah, just not quite there. You're a bit of a hate to like act like I'm disrespecting, but I just think someone like Neil Magny is just at that level, gatekeeper sort of stuff where you're gonna he's got like it's the most wins look, in the yeah. fucking division's history or something crazy, wins like 23 yep. fights, but you lose to your burns, you lose to those blokes that are just that top five material, I reckon, the liquid hot. He sits, I reckon he could, He sits between four and seven, unfortunately. He mate. Yeah, four to ten, seven, eight, nine. There's, he might win those blokes, but he's also going to get beaten in here by Gilbert Burns pretty easily. Mm. It's a shame because he was on. representing good value, which I had in mind, but anyway, yeah. it's okay. Yeah. Pushing on. We'll get pushing going. Right on. Push on quickly here. The, the the quadrilogy, Matthew, the fourth fight between Figueredo and what is it? The assassin baby, Brandon Moreno. Yes. I always think it should be the baby face assassin, but assassin baby is what he's chosen. Should so be. that's what we'll go with. He won, mate. 
actually look any relation any relation to uh, Nick any relation to Nick Scarley? The furniture assassin, Nick Scarley, the furniture assassin, potentially, yeah, they might yeah, be closely yeah. related. I reckon you but, were on um, him from you. You were on the uh, you were on the other man, but I, I think that um, as the event got closer, you started to you started to change. You went with Figgy. You went with Figgy, went with Figgy Cock, for the multi, reckon, you know, just mm. yeah. Uh, I think on the day when you had a few wings in your, you had a few, few wings in your gob, bit of blue cheese, bit of ranch, and I think you slowly before the fight started, I think you started to sort of tilt the other way. But unfortunately, you'd already punted. But that's that's okay. So you got on it eventually and probably got the win there. So I'll give you that one. <laughs> the wings got me over the line, but Moreno <laughs> looked fantastic. Uh, he really is a good fighter, isn't he? He's yes. Yeah, he's fantastic. He looked uh, in con- no, yeah, probably in control. I'd say. I think he was winning all three rounds at that point. Eventually, the doctors, yes. the doctor stoppage, Matthew. Tell him, doctor stoppage. Um, stop with the eye cut, doctor stoppage. Stop stop so smacked him in the eye, cut it right open. Yeah. And uh, Figueredo could no longer continue, doctor, doctor stoppage. And then, uh, yeah, your wife's in me DMs. Absolutely, she is. So that's uh, we will hopefully never see that fight again. Well, we shouldn't. We shouldn't for many reasons because yeah we've got we've had four of them for fuck's sake and now Figueredo says he's moving up to one thirty five. I think the cut was just continually getting harder and harder. Probably had a lot to do with this cut. I think kills him. We've said it. We've seen it in the past. You've said it in the past. He looks like a skeleton when he weighs in. Like he's just shredded. There's not an ounce of fat on him. It just it's going to take it out of you, mate. So he's done with the division. See what he does at one thirty five. Interesting matchups for him up there. A lot of killers at one thirty five. So interested to see how he slots into that one, Matthew. I agree, Mako Shark, and uh it's good. It'll be freshening for his fans, uh, and for fans of that division. Get an absolute uh superstar to come up and test his way and test his metal at a heavier weight. Always good. Always great for the sport and then freshens up the division that he's leaving because then um the Furniture Assassin's cousin can uh, have some good fights against some different opponents for the first time in a long time. Oh, he's, he fought mm-hmm. Kai Kai, but you know what I mean. Yes, 100%. You know, now we can get two or three fights with other guys and not one fight and then four. So that's good. Yep. It's exciting. Who would you like Very to exciting. see him fight? Uh, he's been talking back and forth with Pantoja, that guy Pantoja. Ah. Apparently that could be the fight to make. He's actually beaten Moreno twice back uh, a few years back now. Back, I think, even before Moreno. Because Moreno used to lose a bit, got cut from the UFC, then came back and was not champion. Yeah, but uh, I think back then, he's lost to Pantoja a couple of times. So they're going to go a trilogy. Pantoja. And maybe uh, Moreno's probably sort of uh, leveled up a bit. So I reckon he'll go in hot favourite. Okay. That's fantastic. Excited for that, Mako Shark. Now, the main event. The main event. What a fight. Fight of the night, in my opinion. Incredible fight. Yeah, it was fight of the night too, officially. Jamal Sweet Dreams Hill just looked a million bucks against Glover Teixeira. I think he answered a lot of critics yeah. here. A lot of people may be saying, oh, he shouldn't shouldn't be in a title fight. It's the crappiest title fight challenger in a while. This is not right. Look, he answered the critics and then some with this performance. He actually put a clinic on Glover Teixeira the entire way through this fight. I think he won all five. He actually 50 40 fought him. Won every round, 10 8 in there as well. Just bashed him. If it wasn't for Glover Teixeira just being just fucking ridiculously tough, like inhumanly tough, this fight probably would have been over in the second round. Yeah, Mako Shark. Um, hard to watch that at times to see a, a man at 43 put his body through that and a young up and coming buck do the same. I wonder how many years it's taken off 
hill and I wonder what it's done to the back end of uh, Glover's life because living and fighting like that is, uh, oof, that's uh, that's not a pattern you want to get into. So thank God he's retired, Mako Shark, and he can just, you know, just be the legend he is and hopefully not have caused too much dramas to himself is what I'm hoping. I agree. He's been through a couple of wars now just recently at the age of 43. So, yeah, probably time to hang him up, mate. But what a warrior he is. What a career. But, yeah, sweet dreams, mate. Put your hand, put your thumbs up on the chest, Matthew. Do the sweet dreams. Get those yes. toes going with the double thumbs up. Do the oh, sweet the double dreams. Thumbs. Tell you do what. the sweet there dreams. Tell you, we might, this is a visual act. We'll do this. At, we're going to replay this at, on the pod, we'll uh, on the radio. Part. This is good radio content. This is do the sweet dreams, everybody. This is fantastic <laughs> stuff. He looked amazing. So... Good on you, is, there, is there a song? We can, we, can, we, can, we, can, we can get our producer, Jules, sweet to play a song. We can do made of me. Made of me. Yeah, that Sweet Dream song. Who am I, Who am I to disagree? To is that, is that good? Do that'd be good radio? Well, it's decent radio. It's you get, good. You get two idiots it, doing Sweet Dreams are made of. That, that's well, the cameras funny will pick up the, the thumbs up. It's all about the thumbs up. It's a visual gag. And because it's a talking... Camera, we'll, we'll actually have to stay quiet so it gets the both of us doing it. <laughs> Hager's having production Thanks, meetings for another show on the while you're on a podcast. Anyway, uh, this will show do. who's we're listening. People will hit us up and go, "You've just you, you cooked that up on your pod, and then you went live with it on radio." Anyway, right, you got to recycle. The best in the world have to recycle occasionally. Who do we want him so to fight, fight. Mako Shark, for his first of title defense? This is what I want, actually. I don't know if it'll happen, but this is what I want. A lot of people are talking about it. Alex Pereira, Alex, as they call him, Alex Pereira. What's to stop nah. him popping up to 205 to avenge Glover Teixeira's loss and fight Jamal Hill? Because he's a Sorry. big boy, Alex Pereira. No, fuck, off with, fuck off with that. You can fuck off with that. You've just won the belt. You need to, def- you need to fight there for a little while. Fuck off. He or, needs to or fight a never Robbie fight. or an easy. I agree. But all right, maybe... Uh, yeah, all right. Hill can fight someone else, but I think that. Well, you know what? Fuck team. off, fuck off, and then have Izzy Rob three for the interim championship. Do that. Well, book that right no, now. I don't want that. I'd like to I see uh, Pereira versus Rob, to be honest. Well, that's good too. Nice. But if you're not going to, at least give us Izzy Rob again. Don't just fucking yeah. hold the division. No, no, up. No, look, he's probably hasn't mentioned it. I'm just saying it. So don't don't act like he's actually. He hasn't mentioned that, so probably not going to happen. But I'd like to see it. Okay. Sorry, I got a bit angry there. Yeah, no, no, no. Alex is innocent on this one. <laughs> Poor Alex has just caught the wrath. I've was, I was just gone straight down the fucking gullet at, 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 at Alex. Do the, well, do the sweet dream. And that all comes <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. Now, there's no UFC this week. I thought that there was no an event UFC every week week. leading up, which is just shit. Week off. And you know what's annoying? And the NFL isn't on this weekend. It's on Monday, back to Monday. It's like, why couldn't you have you had the NFL uh, on the Sunday? So it's a yeah, real flat. non-sporting weekend, flat. Is there any boxing? All right. Great question, mate. Great question. I think that's sort of been a bit flat too early in the year, mate. It's a bit of a ploppy, uh, ploppy month, January. Do we talk about Jake Paul's uh, f- fighting fury? Do we talk about that ever? That's happening. 25th of February. That, that's not far away. Oh, Tommy Fury, of course. Yeah, that's not far away. Yeah, that's been scheduled for the third time. Third time's a charm, mm. so will it happen? I'm not sure. When it happens, it happens, I guess. I don't think it'll happen, but it's been If it happens, in. I'll uh, I'll keep an eye on the result. If it doesn't, well, I'll say, oh, of course it didn't. Uh, and now we're getting... Uh, oh, yes. 
We'll go on the pod with on the radio with this, but you can tap in at the end here. Yeah, no, we'll go in big on the on the radio with it. But Timmy Zhu, big announcement. He's fighting. Who's he fighting, Matty? He's fighting Tone. Hey, hey. Tone. Hey. Hey. Tone. Hey. Hey. Harrison hey. Mako Shark. And it's an interim. Tony well, not an interim, sorry. It's for the for the not the, the main one. It's for like that. You know, there's so many belts, but it's like that sort of sneaky boy that sort of sits in between the IBF and the and the WBCs and those sort of ones, I think. It's that sort of floaty boy, Mako Shark, that he's fighting for. And they're WBO all saying, it's a big risk. Super welter. Ooh. Yeah. It's like, ooh, it's a big risk. Why? Why is it? He's only fought once. since He's fought in March. And this boy has broken his wrist, the other guy. So he, I think it's smart. It's on home soil. Get a fight in. Get a, yep. a world... Uh, recognized world championship and then have the yep. big fight with yep. Charlo Cock. So I actually quite yep. like it. And if it's in Melbourne, it's, it's good. even more exciting. No point, Tim Zeus sitting around even longer. Get a fight in. He's over in America, been training his cock literally straight off. So he's ready to go. He's firing. He's been all sorts of good nick. So, yeah, a good oh, fight. Yeah. It's a tough fight. This Harrison bloke, he's tough, mate. Let's not, uh, let's not sneeze in his direction. But I reckon Tim Zeus the man. And, yeah, it's interesting to see where yeah. it's going to be, Matty. hasn't been announced the venue. We're hoping, like, hell, it's down here in Melbourne. But, fuck me, mate, if history's anything to go by, we don't get many down here. I, I would we had to camp suggest yes, it won't be. Well, we do. We boy, just... so... Yes, yes. And, Mako Shark, is there any rumours be... that the head splitters, the head splitters going to be on the uh, on the card too, which we'd wow. love to have Hopefully. him on the, in Melbourne. We'd love that. would love that to happen. So, mm-hmm. fingers crossed. I think he's primed and ready. He looks to be doing a bit of Tell work me, there with um, the ARC sports management team and that, and they have a lot of good connections with No Limit, so I can just see our man getting on this card for sure. Fantastic for all fans of him. Mako Shark, um, i tell you what does cook us is the, the early morning radio slot because we can't go to these inter- interstate events now because we have to be back to deliver Australia's uh, hottest radio show. So it's sort of we're, we're hoping selfishly that it's in Melbourne, but it probably won't be. Look, would love it in Melbourne. Would love it. Unless we could do a uh, on location. We talk about that. Maybe we could slip into a, a Sydney studio or a uh, or a Queensland Gold Coast studio. Yeah, there's possibilities out there in the world of technology. So we'll see. We'll, we'll, we'll put that to the, the suits the back at the office. The listeners of this great show and our radio show deserve and would, would love the boys to be at some of these events, giving you a look at the fights from our eyes and talking to you how we speak. You know, because uh, the boys at Fox do a great job, but sometimes you've seen uh, the present that do it. it. It's quite, it's good to have a different view sometimes, I think, a common man view. 100%. I'd agree with that. Uh, yeah, so anyway. always a possibility. Put that, we'll put that to them. Great episode, Mako Shark. For anyone that's really been genuinely uh, not on this earth, Sundays 9 a.m. is our radio show. This This podcast will continue weekly. The radio show is weekly. That's now two shows, Mako Shark, for the great people. Two. So we would uh, really enjoy and hope that you spread the word. You you like our social media platforms. You get on the Apples, the Spotify's. You like five-star and or review, please, Mako. And uh, get around us on our journey to make both these sports one of the, 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 the highest viewed in this country, Mako, as it deserves to be. 100% it does. Love you all out there. As you said, we're giving it to you this way. Two. There's two episodes a week of content. I wish you start charging for this. This is ridiculous. Patreon. Um, this should be the Patreon, I think. 
this should be a Patreon. This should be four ninety nine a month, I reckon. Patreon only. Yep. Maybe we'll flash a little bit of ball sack, you know, just to sort of <laughs> get everyone up and about, moisten everyone uh, up could, a bit. Could start only pods. Only pods, only fooks. Yeah, that's not bad. Yep. That's not bad. Fooks only. So anyway, only. Sunday morning, SEN around Australia, the whole way, and on the SEN app. So there's no excuses, mate, to not be listening to this. Them's fighting words. We love you. Who the fuck loves you? Uh, bloody root. Who the fuck is that guy?